What is up, everybody? Welcome to the THP Strength Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. Uh, you might have seen him all over Instagram. He's touched the top of the backboard, which is 13 feet. He's officially tested his vertical, I believe, at 47 inches. At 6'9", which is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, we can get into how much like the max touch was and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, if you can, uh, introduce yourself, tell everybody how to, how to say your first and last name. Um, and from there we can kind of go into, uh, what your dunk journey's like. How did you get into dunking and basketball? And we can go from there. Yeah. What's up everybody? My name is Keo Dorici Akovando Ejiogo. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll I actually have a, a couple of questions. So you... You told me this that you started as a like you were a small guard, and then uh, you basically grew. How much did you grow? When did you hit that big growth spurt? I uh, when I came to America, I came to America. I had just turned thirteen. Um, it was October 11, twenty twelve, and I was a five four seven grader, and then eighth grade grew to five eight. Uh, freshman year was five nine, sophomore year six one, junior year six three, senior year six six, and since then I've grown three more inches. Are you still getting taller? Yeah, I've grown half an inch. Now I'm I'm six ten and a half with shoes on. Like when when I tell people I'm six nine, like this is what I my shoes. When you know I play basketball, they do the height with shoes too. So when I put on the shoes, I'm six ten and a half. That's crazy. Oh, so where are you actually from? I actually didn't even. I'm ask. from Nigeria. Nigeria. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, based on the the flag, my recognition of the flag. Um, okay, so you come here when you're 13. Where did you go to school? Where, like, what state did you move to? Um, Texas. I I went to school in Mesquite, Texas. It's like 15 minutes, 12, 15 minutes from Dallas. It's like right there. You could go out some people's houses and see downtown Dallas, like all the buildings. It's okay. really close to Dallas. So what was it like, what was that transition like for you coming from Nigeria to the States? Like, was that a huge culture shock for you? Huge, you know, like the people out here don't go outside to play. Everybody has tablets and stuff, you know, and, you know, there's so, so much reliance on technology. And back home, I say the biggest thing was like, they have 24 hour electricity here. Back home, we had electricity maybe 10 hours a day out of the day and it would just the light will come on at a random time and go off at a random time here you could watch a show and not be scared that the light is going to go off <laughs> that's so crazy so that's probably one of the biggest things and then just you know how everything is it's like you know there there's more opportunities for kids like people young kids in high school middle school could work legitimate jobs like that's crazy to me right yeah. It's, so what about, uh, like, do you have any other siblings? And then what was it like kind of going to like American, like an American school system? Was that, was that different? I guess first thing, do you have any other brothers or sisters? Yeah, I have, I have an older brother and older sister and then, uh, a little sister. Okay. So there's four of you. Yeah. Four there's four of us. And then what was it like all four of you guys transitioning? I, I don't know if all four of you guys were like in high school age, but what was that transition like going to this like a state school, like a school in the states? It was it was definitely different. You know, it was like a new experience. You know, it was back home we watched a lot of we watched. <laughs> I was watching Hannah Montana High School Music. <laughs> I was watching all of that, and so it's crazy seeing you know being like it was almost as if I was in the movies. You know, like just how the American school system is. And a big thing, like I noticed, is like back home, like I played soccer at school. I was gonna, ask, I was gonna. Ask I played you. soccer at home. You know, I ran track. That's why I'm fast now. You know, I ran track, and like, but the difference is there wasn't any like organization. Like we didn't go compete against other schools like they have it in America. So that was like a huge deal. Like they had team sports. Like I did track, and I was going against the other schools. So it was like the coolest thing. Okay, so I have I have like two more questions, and I know Isaiah has a bunch. But what were your how good are you how good are you or were you at soccer? And do you remember any of your track times and what events you did and stuff? Uh, soccer, I was you know I was pretty good. They made me team captain when I was younger. But when I came to America, I had to stop playing soccer 
because it was the same season as basketball. And, you know, I was trying to play basketball. That's what I always wanted to do. Um, but in high school, I did uh, track. I did distance in, in middle school. And then high school, uh, sophomore year, I did, just did high jump. And then uh, junior year, I started running. I ran the 400 junior year, running senior year. And, and I ran, by my senior year, I was running open 400. Four by four, and I did high jump. My fastest time was a fifty-one, which was good enough to get me to regionals, which was one uh, uh, one track meet away from state. You know, I, I made it to uh, regionals for high jump and running. What did you high jump? That's the crazy part. What do you think I high jump? I mean, I'm about to six, blow y'all's mind. What you were six three? You were six three, and I was six six. Six six. I would think if you, I saw your vertical increase a lot in college and I saw how much stronger you got. So I think your vertical went from like 36 to like 40s to my understanding. So I would assume you probably jumped 6'4". Did you jump 6'4"? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got out, I got out at 6'6 six, six in, uh, in like at regionals. And, you know, I was just a couple, like two inches away from state or three, yeah, three inches away from state. But the funny thing is, when I came to America in middle school, I did distance and I did high jump. But I'm a right-handed person, so I learned how to high jump off my left leg because most right-handed people, if you're going off one, you're jumping off your left leg. I didn't find out that my right leg was a strong leg till my junior year, and I tried my best, you know, in that one week before the track meets to switch it up, but it was too late. I had to stick it out, you know. But if I would have learned how to high jump off my right leg, I would have been jumping like seven-something. You know, like, you know, I, I was just messing around in the gym one time and I decided to jump off my right leg. And I was, oh, just bouncing this leg. That's crazy. So that's that's why, like, you know, I would have been, it's kind of like a regret. Like, I wish I would have found this out sooner. Like, I didn't know. I found out an accident that it was a strong leg. Yeah, I think you can, always, you can always go to a track and screw around. You know, I, I am a proponent. I actually talked to CJ about this. I don't know if you're familiar with, with CJ. He's like one of our good friends, another pro dunker, CJ champion. And he, oh, yeah. yeah, I, I met, I met CJ champion. Oh, when, when I first saw him, I saw him and Isaiah at the same time. I, I grew up in, when I was here, like after high school, I watched a lot of YouTube. I watched all types of basketball content, but I've been a huge dunk fan. I lived on Dunkademics and Tim Flybro's page. I knew about Daniel Kibaya, Guy Dupoy. All those people, T Dub, Jordan Sutherland, like, and then my first time seeing Isaiah, like, I watched all these Dunkers, Isaiah and CJ, the first season of Dunk League, and they're going to these states and they're doing tryouts. I think it was Florida that they found them, and you know, like, it's crazy. Like, that's why it's like a big deal. Like for me, like I'm, I've watched Isaiah like go from this kid who goes out early in Dunk League to this monster who is doing that dunk where you. You go in the air, you throw it in the air, you put catch it from under your leg, and you dunk it 360. I went to the gym. That dunk had me sweating. I tried one hour. I couldn't get it down. All the bounce and length I have, I just couldn't get it down. Like, I couldn't catch the ball under my legs. Yeah, like, I, that's a tough I don't, one. I, and then the one where he goes, like, he'll put it between behind his back as he's jumping and then put it between the leg. That one, I'm going to practice it some more. I'm going to get that one. I haven't put enough practice. <laughs> you can, you can definitely, if you learn the technique for it, you can definitely hit that. For sure. yeah, like, I t I, I, when I talk to Billy and Chuck, I'm like, if I had the hand speed of Isaiah and then, then Ross, like, I would be a monster. Like, I just, I'm, I have all the height. I have all this bounce. I have the arm length. I just don't have y'all's hand speed, you know, because I don't get it. I don't practice it enough. Like, so people don't realize, like, I think too, like those dunks that, those dunks I do, when I put in the caption, dead legs, it's literally after workouts. It's after practice or whatever. Like, I never go in the gym. I rarely ever go in there, like, I'm about to just go dunk. I always do it after a workout because I'm feeling good or my training wants me to show them something real quick. But I never just really go in there and dedicate like a week to dunking, you know. So I'm I just kind of learn like, from like Isaiah. I just see their videos and try to mimic what they do, like the 360 behind. You know, that's why I tagged you in it. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
And the the three sixty under both too. Me and John were yeah, just yeah. talking about uh, that one. That's I went one in. of the hardest dunks, and yeah, you you you're one of the the only people on the planet right now that can hit that. And you you do it religiously. You have like <laughs> that one clip you posted. You had like ten times of you doing it. Yeah, that's not an easy dunk. Yeah. So I actually uh, th this uh can go into one of the questions that that i had uh which you you kind of answered answered it um i guess tell tell us how you got into dunking and how often are you practicing dunking each week and i've seen you do uh like i, I think it was you were doing front squats with like your heels elevated and you were going pretty heavy do you do jump training? Like, do you, are you lifting heavy like every week? Like, how does how does your week of training look like, and how are you balancing that with dunk sessions and basketball and all that? Oh, okay. I'll have to go all the way back for this one. Is that cool, y'all? Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. All right. So, um, you know, since I started playing basketball, right? You know, I was like, y'all know, I was short. I was five, five, four, five, eight. I'm watching these games. These guys are flying, dunking, doing three sixty dunks. I couldn't dunk, so I was doing 360 layups. I did it. I was one of those kids at the park, like we were doing pickup. Like everybody be trying to do regular layups. I'm in there trying to get as crazy as possible. Like they all have all these jellies. That was me. I was I couldn't dunk, so I had to make up for it somehow. And so I, you know, I kind of that's how I kind of got my spin down for all these dunks I do. If you notice, I do a lot of 360 related dunks, 360 between because of I was doing 360 layups for five years. You know, I got used to it and. So I got to high school. I wasn't dunking. Uh, sophomore year was my first first dunk. I was like, I was sophomore year going to the summer of sophomore year going to junior year. It was after like a, a basketball practice, and I was about six six one. And somebody, you know, my teammate throws a lob, and I barely put it in there. I was like one of those, the weakest dunks of my life. Like I barely put it in there. And then after ending of sophomore year, I have an uh, ankle injury. I fractured my left ankle, and I come back and I lost all my progress. Like I could, I could barely grab the rim. And then once I was healed, I go on YouTube. I go to this place called um, what do they call it? Vertical Jump True. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. It's this YouTube channel. And then I go on there, and there's another YouTube channel that does vert. And I pick those workouts. Like I say, they're doing elevated calf raises, they're doing jump squats. And I pick five exercises out of watching their videos that I like. And I put that, make my own workout, right? My own sets, three sets of 10, three sets of nine on these, you know, um, nine sets of 30 on the calf raises, make my own workout. I start, decided I was going to be going after school to the football weight room, like after basketball, because we couldn't be in there. But I was cool with the soccer coach, so he he let me in the football weight room by myself, even though he wasn't supposed to. But he knew I knew what I was doing, though. They didn't allow students in there by themselves for safety reasons, but he knew I knew what I was doing. So I go there. I start doing these workouts, doing them. I do them four days out the week, Monday through Thursday, rest Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I do them for a month. After a month, like going from, you know, losing all my progress, I go in the gym. I could dunk again. I'm like, yo. And then my teammates start throwing me lobs, and then I attempt, you know, I attempt a 360 my first time, and it almost goes in. I'm like, yo, I invite my teammates to come do the, the vertical workout with me, and, you know, they wanted to hang out after school and stuff. They didn't listen. I kept on doing it, and then I get a little more bouncy. Senior year, and then I grew again. I'm 6'6". Six, six. I'm kind of bouncy. I could do 360s. I could do windmills. I couldn't. I was nowhere close to doing the East Bay. But I could, you know, I could jump, I could catch lobs, you know, I got putback dunks and stuff. And then, you know, after my first year at my, the first school I went to, it was like a small school, NAIA college, my first 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 year, I had a Jones fracture at the end of the season, which if y'all know about Jones fracture, it's like a serious foot injury. When I recover, I was scared to jump. You know, this time I'm, I'm like, I grew again, I'm like six, I'm like six, eight, you know, like, no, not don't really have balance. Like, I could jump, but I couldn't really do anything crazy. So when I heal, I get back to those workouts. And that's when I got majority of the bounce that y'all see today. Like, I, I get back to it. You know, I'm 6 and working out, working out. I grow, you know, I grow again, grow another inch. I get to UT Arlington. 
I'm 6'9". I could almost touch the top of the backboard. Now, like, my first video that went viral when I got to UTA, it was a TikTok I posted uh, where I almost touched the top backboard, the one where I'm in that gym I'm wearing all black. You know, that's kind of where y'all saw me. You know, Dunkademics posted it. He's like, he's getting close to the top of the backboard. And then, you know, at school, I didn't really do my, my bounce workouts as much because we were doing, you know, heavy lift. We were doing squats. We were doing, we were still doing hitting legs. So I was like, you know, I can't, like, I had nothing. Like, my legs were dead all the time. So I, I, in school, during school, I, I just do what the school does. In the summers, I do workouts of my own. Like, you asking about, like, my schedule. But yeah, when I'm in school, during the season, I just do whatever the school does. I don't do anything extra because if you know about college, they do a lot. So you you wouldn't have, you know, you just get hurt, you know, overlifting. So after that, I noticed my bounce is getting even crazier. And then I finally do it. I grabbed the top of the backboard. And then I was, okay. And then this, uh, after this school a year, I do the bounce workout a little bit. And, you know, everybody's been DMing me, like, you know, we need to know your workout. And I've been sending, I've sent it to over, like, 300. 300 people like in the past year and a half and I'm like okay this is getting crazy and I said I'm gonna have to make a video after this season I finally make the video I posted it on YouTube that's I gotta I gotta, yeah. I gotta check that out so what are what are like uh I'm, I'm gonna check the video obviously after this but yeah what, it's nothing like, crazy you're probably gonna look at it like what just all he was doing like it's not it's just simple things it's just I was consistent like when I text people this, I'm like, the only, the thing is, you know, I was consistent with it. I stuck to the routine. I did Monday through Thursday, rested those three days, and then went back to it. Monday through Thursday, like, I was consistent with it. That's why I got, I saw improvement. Yeah, we, I mean, we, me and John talk about, about that all the time, where it's just don't stop. Like, don't Yeah, ever, like, that's what I'm stop. saying. Yeah. You know, people can ask you for a workout. If you don't do it, the bounce isn't just going to come in your legs if you're not working out. Like, you have to be doing the workout. Just looking at it isn't going to get your bounce up. You have probably some of the best perspective on this stuff out of, like, any of the, like, basketball players specifically, for sure. Like, we talked to so many people. Even even we were at Overtime, which I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with. Like, I was there with Isaiah, and I also went with CJ. Um uh, and just like, you know, those guys are some of the best high school players and they see mm-hmm. Isaiah Jane stuff and they're just like, I think they all assume that it's just genetic. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, oh losing their mind. I saw the videos. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. They, they see it and they're just like, oh, it's all genetic. Like, I don't think that they really understand it. Like, there's few guys that have your perspective. And then also on top of that, like the fact that, you know, it took me a while to learn this, but the fact that you know like hey when i'm in season like when i'm with the school i just the goal is like survive you know what i mean don't yeah, yeah. Like, i don't I, you know the other athletes who i'm you know i tell them i said your gap to do this is this summer you know because when you get back to school i don't advise you like i said i don't live i don't do my my uh leg workouts during the school year because the stuff in school if you're in there for a while like you're going hard on you know each coach has their own program and the good part about it, you're still hitting legs, you know. You may not be working as much as explosives, more like strengthening your legs and stuff. But, you know, you still don't want to risk getting hurt because, you know, we're playing games. You know, you need your legs. You know, you need, to, you need time to heal. But, like, like, what you said about people not understanding it, like, my own teammates were, like, we had one day after weight room, you know, we're having this argument. It goes from the weight room to the locker room to the training room. And still, like, when we get back to the dorms, like, they were arguing that my bounce is genetics. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, I work for this. My high school teammates DM me, like, slide up in my videos. and like, bro, where was this bounce at in high school? Like, it's not genetics at all. And even after I posted videos of me dunking in high school and they could see the huge jump, people in my comments still say it's genetics and you're just tall. Like, you're supposed to, they don't understand. Taller people are not supposed to have high verts. And it's crazy. Like, I'm going to these, like, that's why, like, I did um, this past month, I was in L.A. doing pre-draft. And I worked out for all these teams, and then I had my pro day. Every time I go there, I, like, I have the highest vert. It's it's not even, like, I have guards, you know. It's not like I'm going, there's, like, one or two other big men, but it's guards. I have the highest vert, and I have the fastest 3-4 sprint. You know, I have, I ran a 3-2 at the... 
at Timberwolves. I ran a three one at uh at Charlotte, and my my personal best is three point zero eight. You know, like which is pretty fast. And then like the vertical thing, Charlotte, the same thing that happened at the Lakers. Everybody's going. You know, the the vertex yeah, goes yeah. up to like what I don't even twelve feet or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody go, they go, they clear it. They're jumping the hardest. And I go up there. I literally walk up to it, jump, clear everything with like a high part of my forearm. And, then, oh. <laughs> and every time I jump, the GMs or whoever, the higher ups, everybody in the gym stops what they're doing. Like Lakers, Stanley Johnson was losing his mind. Like I clear it easy, walk up to it, they raise it up again. I go clear it, boom. They add more stuff under it. I clear it. So I left Charlotte and Lakers with no vert. Like, everybody had a number. Mine was just blank or a question mark. They don't know what it is. Like <laughs> I keep leaving these places with no, like, no vertical, which is kind of, you know, kind of annoys me because I'm going there to see, like, what, what can I actually, you know, reach? You see what I'm saying? Like, they just keep running out of stuff. <laughs> like, they're like 12 foot high enough. <laughs> yeah, like they just add, they add these little box, it's, you know, those little black things under it. Still not enough. I just clear it. Like I'm telling Chuck and he's laughing at this. He's like, man, that's crazy. I, be- I Seeing you touch like the top of the backboard and seeing like we know that the top of, you, we know what the height is and that's mm-hmm. without the phone. And I think mm-hmm. you've touched, like you've touched on top of the phone, haven't you? Yeah, and, and. With the crazy part, of it, the first time I, I touched the top of backboard, that video, I don't know if y'all remember, the caption was, I actually grabbed it the first time yeah. the cameras weren't <laughs> on. And everybody thinks it's like a joke, you know, because the YouTuber flight, he's always saying that. But I, that it really hurt me. Like, we were, after we had done, got done playing pickup, my legs were warm. And, you know, I'm doing, I did a three, uh, you know, uh, between the legs, 360 dunk, and I'm feeling warm. And I just go up there, I run up, and actually grab it for like half a second and then I fall down and I'm like, yo. And then I was like, record this. And then the second time I, you know, I couldn't grab it, you know, but it like I actually did it the first time, but you know how the internet works. If it's not on video, it didn't happen. So like, yeah, everybody's going, yeah, the backboard touch is impressive. But me, I know the other video would have been way better because I actually was up there for a little bit. Like, I mean, the, to me, it's just legendary because you, I mean, you've heard of like Earl Manigault. People are like, oh, he touched the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. Billy said that. I'm like, bro, he would have to have a 60 inch, 60 some. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Not, <laughs> yeah, like, and then don't get me started in my comments. Well, this, you're, you know, well, um, this, well, that. You know, they were like, well, Randall, like, I don't know how people believe this. They have him as a superhero. He benched 500 pounds. He ran a 4440. <laughs> like, bro, what? You know, are you related to Will? I'm like, no, bro. I don't know. Like, nobody seven feet is having a 40, or what? What they say? They say 50, 48 inch bird. I'm like, bro, yeah. that is unrealistic, bro. The only other tall person that I could say can do what I do. I feel like I have him a little bit though. It's Jericho Sims because you know he gets up like y'all know who Jericho Sims is. Yeah, he yeah, gets yeah. Up. But other than that, even Dwight Howard, he gets up like he was in the comments, you know, feeling offended when Billy had posted me. He was like, you know, I, you know, I feel like y'all forgot about. I'm like, yeah, he gets up, he gets his head there. I could go dunk my neck if I want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do the headbutt dunk. Yeah, the headbutt. I've, I've actually scratched my neck a couple of times whenever I do those high check videos. That's insane. Yeah, yo, that would go so viral if you did that. If you did the headbutt yeah. dunk, and there's this just... dunk they've been asking me to do. I told Chuck whenever I'm in the NBA uh, dunk dunk contest, you know, hopefully next year um, that I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put my whole armpit in the rim. I know I could do it easy, but I'm not gonna just waste that footage just for nothing. I need to, yeah. you know. Get a ten for you gotta it. you gotta do it without without using the other arm like the first clean no, like I don't, I don't ever use my other arm for anything like that the elbow dunk is so easy for me like I could literally show up and like I'm wearing jeans right now I could show up and put my elbow on the rim like that dunk is so easy that's and like with that being so easy I know if I like wanted to put my whole arm in there I could easily put my whole arm in there that's so crazy wasted. It, it's cool hearing uh, your perspective on, on these things because a lot of 
like Hooper specifically, they they have no knowledge of like any any of these things. Like they their verticals, like high people are getting, like all that stuff. Me, I feel like I'm a professional dunker in a basketball player's body. Like I love dunking, you know. Like I've I've been watching it all this time. Like I watched you, you when you you first kind of got on the scene. You know, I've kind of watched your growth. Even your brother, I watched him too. The oh, long time. Yeah, I watched him too. Yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, also, like that just shows the the power of like just. Be, like you said, you love dunking. I feel like that's step number one. Like, yeah. And the thing is, so many other players could do it. I think you're the first example of someone that is six nine, six ten. Uh, what what happens if someone like that actually takes dunking seriously? Like, you get that type of vertical, and that's something you get other NBA players that that could have been possible for. Like, if Dwight Howard had done had worked out and dunked every single day, like, like a lot of basketball people, like. Which, in fact, most of them are naturally athletic, but there's the thing, like, how they said, you know, they're like, you know, why are people always ask, like, if the NBA is the best athletes or whatever, why is it that professional dunkers, their verts are like, it doesn't even, they're, they're killing NBA players. I'm like, because the NBA players, you know, they'll focus on skill, you know, which is good, you know, that's why they're in the NBA, but. If they put as much time into like training, vert training, you know, I feel like that's where I got a head start on everybody. Like I've been a fan of Duncan for a while. I got started on that stuff early without a coach telling me. It was just me and YouTube, and I would go in the gym. Like I was trying to, I watched vertical jump through, like which focused on balance. Like I, would, people would be like, "Why are you always working on your balance?" Like my coach would be like, "Duncan is everything." Well, Duncan has gotten me far. He's gotten me into NBA workouts. You know, like it's crazy. Yeah. I- like you look at just your size with that level of athleticism, you know what I mean? It's, it is really unheard of. Like your, your top, you know, touch right now is light years ahead of even the highest and like the combo of like the highest touches in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like no one's even, I don't know six by Dwight on sports science. Yeah. And that's that like, that's the thing is you're probably touching well over 13, which like Isaiah touches. I made a post about this, like how, you know, to be, to body people in the NBA, to like destroy people on dunks, you probably have to be able to touch 12 feet, right? Like that's the bare minimum. You know, if you're John Morant and you want to dunk on Giannis, you want to dunk on LeBron, you want to dunk on guys like that, like you minimum have to touch 12 feet because get high. it's not just about body and you need to get high. So you come down. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You have to be able to, and, and yeah, it's, there's a lot to it. But then on top of that, it's like you add a foot plus like 15 inches of that. <laughs> like, dude, you're going to be. Like, it's going to be light years different. But then you take into account, like, like, and I've said this about even just playing defense, like blocks, you know what I mean? Getting blocks and stuff like that. You know, your your standing reach is what? Like 9-3? Nine, nine, is that, what is nine, it? 9-3. Okay, yeah. So 9 Wingspan is 7-4.5 at the Lakers. That's what they measured it. That's insane. And you're probably, here's the thing, too, is you're probably <laughs> getting taller. Like, you're probably going to keep getting taller. Yeah, they had pre- when my when I was at Sagu and I got hurt, um, they looked at my growth place. They said, "I hope I don't really want this height, but they predicted seven one. I don't want it because, like, bro, like I feel like I don't need it. Me right now, <laughs> like you know, this year I went through the process and I could have gone like a late second round, but I know if I come back bigger, like I go to school, come back." You know, because I've already put on, people think I'm skinny. When I got to UT Arlington, I was 170. And then I eventually hit 200. And now I'm like 195. It fluctuates. If I come back to the draft, you know, after working out on skill and stuff, and I come back 225, it's wraps. You know, like I'm not doing school anymore. And, and you know, that that's why I'm, I'm going back. Yeah. I was actually going to ask that, you know, what that, like what your kind of process was and, you know, right now, kind of looking at the NBA as the the next thing for you. Like, so basically you went, so you go to this NAIA, you develop there, then you go to, you know, UT Arlington, you develop there, then you're like, okay, I got all this attention, all these NBA teams are basically looking at you, and then you're like, so what was your, like, going into that process of, like, all these workouts, I guess, uh, well, I mean, what, what, what was all the stuff you were doing coming out of UT Arlington into this year? Was it pro day, pro days, or what was it? Um, 
pre-draft. It's basically like, you know, you get with like an agency, you know, like a, I had to go with an NCAA certified agent because, you know, I was testing. If you're going all in, you just get a regular agent for sports. But, you know, I was testing so I could keep my eligibility. And so, you know, I was in L.A., me and um, Lester, who actually went to Memphis, he's staying in the draft. Um, um, you know, we we're just working out, working out for some uh, for the first week. And then we start having our workouts like for the teams, like we're working out in the gym. Y'all see me at the Red Gym, Westchester High School. That's where we're training every day, um, work out in the morning, uh, weight room strength and condition at two and then to go back and shoot in the evening it was the same thing every day same thing every day and then you know sometimes it would be him leaving and then another day is me like i go to uh go to lakers go to uh timberwolves i went to charlotte and you know, it was going like sacramento we you know we go different places and then on the one that uh billy came to you know he when i got to uh, LA, he's been trying to, cause he's been trying to get me out there for about a year and a half. And then I get to LA and he's like, you know, can I come record? And after I post the windmill that went viral, um, and he's like, can I come record some of these? You know, I asked my agent, he's like, you know, not yet, you know, cause you still have to do your workouts and stuff. He's like at the end of the month. And then pro day, he gives me the green light that, you know, he could come. And then I tell Billy, you know, he, I finally get to see him. And that's what the video was. Like, there was about 20 to 25 NBA teams represented. And, you know, just putting me through a workout and stuff like that. That is just... And then, you know, I get feedback on where I'm at. And, you know, that's when I you do decide if you want to stay in and do more workouts for the draft or you go back to school and come back next year. So, now, like, after all of that draft prep, like, kind of... What was the consensus from these teams? Like, were they just telling you, like, hey, you have to work on this skill, or you got to work on this skill, or you need to develop people? They like, say, like, you know, um, um, like, you know, the athleticism, all that is league, like, off the charts. You know, just like, you know, I got to get bigger, which is like, it. That they didn't say anything I didn't know. Got to get bigger, some more work on the offensive end and stuff like that. You know, but mainly just the size. So that's why I'm like, you know, if I come back to a school that's going to develop me, like, you know, I um after I after I get done with the visit, I'm going back to uh, Dallas uh, tomorrow, and then I'll be back at school on Monday for the whole summer, and you know, and then working out, you know. So I'm trying to put on as much weight as possible from uh, next week till before the season starts, you know. So I'm going to be on a weight weight gaining diet, and then I'll be working out with the team. What is, what is eating like for you? Like, I mean, at 6, 9, and you're at 225, like, is it a full-time job eating? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, right, you know, these past couple months in the season and stuff, like, I've just been eating regularly, you know. But whenever I gain, like, when I got to UT Arlington, in the first three months, you know, I went from 170 to almost 200 pounds and I eventually hit 200 like eating was like a, a side job like I was getting to having to eat 4,000 calories a day at least for some days it was 5,000 sometimes it was 6,000 for me to gain I would I will make pancakes right big pancakes it's not the average pancakes like these pancakes are the same size as a big plate and I would eat like two three of them pour a bunch of syrup on it eat it in the afternoon, I'll eat pasta. I'll make one packet of p pasta. I'll eat the whole thing by myself in one sitting. I'll make two cups of rice, like a pot. Get done with that. I eat the whole thing by myself. And then I order, and then at night, I would order like two burgers with trip two burgers or one like triple meat burger or a large pizza and or wings. Like I'll get like 26 to 30 wings. I'll eat them. <laughs> Like I was eating a lot, like, and then which is crazy, like to be able to eat all that, and like my metabolism is high, that's why I have to eat that much, and to be able to eat all that and still be moving like you know fast, running fast is just crazy. Like I, I'll eat all that, and then boom, I'll be hungry again in two hours. Like it's, I don't know where it was going. That is so wild. I mean, I have yeah, your there's, food though. There's plenty of stuff that I am, am curious about on top of this, but I mean, even just like what you told us is just like from so I, it's from grabbing the top of the backboard 
to your, how much you've grown and then like you know you the stories about you like blowing the minds of these of these yeah, NBA yeah. scouts is just like that your life of- is Dude, your life is insane. <laughs> yeah. Like they know, you know, and th- that the thing that kind of blows them away more, like the vert, all that is crazy to them. You know, that they're not as surprised because they've seen the backboard touch videos. But the speed, like me having the fastest time, they every time I come in these workouts, they're like, man, he runs like a deer. That's what the nugget, uh, the uh, Hornets president said. He said he runs like a deer. That is There's so that video you posted on Instagram of just like a collage of you running faster than everyone. It was like one of the most <laughs> absurd things I've ever seen. That was sick. Yeah, isn't it like you like running down? Is it is it like the where he's on defense and you're just like running down? <laughs> just, like, oh yeah, I, I, I posted that one uh, because like I you know I was I look at my comments right and you know people they always they always try to find like there's just some, some people on the internet right. There'll yeah. be a video to them to just like it or, you know, comment, you know, oh, fire your video or something like that and move on with their life. They always have to find something negative to say. They're like, well, if he's jumping like this, he's probably slow, you know. So they there was all these, you know, I'm seeing these comments that think I'm slow. Like, they're like, there's no way he could have everything, you know. And then I'm like, since y'all think I'm slow, and then I post it, I go and get some clips of just me on the fast break just running, just running. And, you know, so I'm like, you see, I'm not slow. So now you're going, so basically now you're going to move to, I guess, uh, Tennessee. You're going to go to Memphis. And then, so basically gain weight for the whole year. Then you guys will start workouts like probably in the fall, right? Essentially. No, we're starting workouts Monday. You know, you, you do summer workouts. This is a year thing, man. There's no okay. break. Because I talked to, so we have, we coached one of the, the point guards uh, for Columbia. His name's Eddie Turner, and I, I couldn't remember his schedule, but I thought he had a solid month of like. Not, everybody's schedule is different, you know. Every school is different, and you know, at like the higher the level, like you don't really get that much. We might get like a couple weeks here and there, but me, even if there's breaks, I won't be taking any breaks because you know I feel like there's just so much work to be done. How how old are you right now? Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. So then you're going to, at Memphis, like, what was kind of the, the process of, like, going, I guess, what was it like for you when you were, like, what was your mindset like when you're going from NAIA to then UT Arlington to then, like, NBA workouts and now to Memphis, which is obviously, like, I guess, more or less one of the, the best up-and-coming NCAA programs. Like, how was that, what was your mindset going into that? Like, did you expect to do that or is it kind of a surprise, like? I mean, me, like, you know, I'm very goal-driven. Like, when I came to America and started playing basketball, the first goal is to make the seventh-grade basketball team, then make the eighth-grade basketball team, then make freshmen, then make JV, then make varsity. And, you know, to play college, you get to college, I want to go to a, bi- a bigger college, Go want to go D1, get D1, I want to go to big major D1. Like, I'm always setting these goals for myself. So you just more more or less took it one step at a time. It was yeah, yeah. First thing, let's just do this. Yeah, like have small, like reasonable, realistic, achievable goals, and just kind of like keep chunking away at it. No, you don't stop there. You start setting more goals, and you know you just keep climbing. Yeah, that's so wild. So in terms of like, if you're if you're looking at, I guess what are what are the comparisons that you get when a lot of like these NBA teams they see you, you know, 22 years old doing these workouts, like, do they tell you, they're like, oh, he's, like, from typical this, like, do you get the, do you get Giannis a lot, is that, like, what people compare you to, or what is, what's, like, I, common? I mean, like, this the thing, like, the, the teams, they're not gonna say Giannis, you know, they're, they're thinking, like, you know, more, like, you know, because Giannis, you know, that time, Giannis does everything, you know, me, you know, I could eventually get there with, like, you know, if I keep working and stuff, but, you know, they're going down for, like, base, however, how I was used in college, they would say stuff like, Robert Williams and just those pick and roll guys who just you know you know pick and roll play defense, but the Giannis comparisons is just people in social media and people in like real life in general. Everybody's making Giannis comparisons all over the place. Giannis and Will, Giannis and Will. That's all I see. I mean, it's it's kind of like interesting because you don't see, like you said, like it's not common to have tall, really tall, long limbed athletes, super athletic. Like you don't see it because if you did, like. Slow and sluggish. 
everyone, you know, and they do like generally they do dominate everyone. So now it's like, you know, look, me just as a, as a bystander, like watching the sport of basketball, I wouldn't even say like Isaiah obviously is way more knowledgeable about it. But when I watch, I'm like, dude, if he puts together the skill work like that, you know, you, you can probably develop just like anything else that you've worked on. You know what I mean? It's like, you're going to be like, that's just scary to me. Like that's that's definitely the goal here at Memphis. Like the coaches are real big on player development and, you know, you know, this, you know, this time to next, you know, this time next year, you know, should be a whole different player. That's crazy. Well, I mean, that's all the questions I had. Zay, I don't know if you have other stuff that you want to ask or, or anything else that you want to know. I have one more question. Would we be able to have a dunk session together? It's, it's going to happen in the future. Like, you know, I've been getting DMs. I've been, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Chris, the guy who does all, he always, like, Guinness World Record for box jump against our odds. Oh, Chris Bell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he was trying to you know link up, but that's like my schedule was packed. But one of these one of these summers, you know, whenever I, I have some some time, definitely. Dude, we would. Have so I told I told Billy like you know whenever I'm free, I'll let him know so he could like set up invite all my people I've been watching since high school. You, Jordan Sutherland, all of those guys. Yeah, would be so much fun to watch. That would be like. Yeah, I think it would just be eye-opening too. Like, I, as I, I say, I'm trying to imagine you seeing him like touch. What got, me, what got me is him saying he touched uh, 12 foot with his forearm. It's so easy. That's just crazy. Because so to be a, a pro dunker, I, I've told John this before. Like, you want to be touching like like 11 eight is like the minimum 11 nine and and if you have really good hands you can be a pro dunker and just the fact that like you're touching 13 you're literally in another like stratosphere like it's just a whole nother level above like all the pro dunkers yeah another thing that like on the internet you know about me is like the, the fact that i jump high is really crazy but the fact that you know, I'm tall, and I could actually do trick dunks. Like, you don't see that a lot. Like, you know, I'm watching y'all's videos, and then I, whenever I, you know, I get done with my workouts, I'm trying to mimic what I see. You know, that's kind of shocks people. Like, he's doing behind-the-back 360s, between-the-leg 360, on the boat. Like, you know, it's just shocking. 360 schools, just being able to move in the air like that. And what's cool is, is like, what I've seen from when you first started posting uh, videos of, of you dunking, is I remember initially because you have you have the vertical obviously, but uh, you weren't jumping as high on, on your dunks. And as I've seen you progress and start dunking more, I'm seeing you get more and more height on on the trick dunks. Yeah. You're using more of your vertical, yeah. which is cool because that means you're you're practicing the dunks. Like that's, yeah. that's, how, that's like, how it goes. dunks. Like you know, like people ask like why you don't do. They will like suggest like a dunk. Do this. I'm like you know. I don't post those type of dunks. Like, there's dunks that I do, you know, like I've seen people do it, and it looks crazy. Like, you know, everybody loves it. But when I do it, it, it doesn't look as cool because it's just so easy. Like, it looks lazy. Like, you know, it looks like I'm, you know, it doesn't look as cool. Like, you, there's dunks where you see, like, shorter guys, you know, go and do it, and it just looks super explosive. And then that's why I try to do dunks that, you know, look explosive. That's why I, like, try Like, whenever I, I don't post much, but whenever I post, it's not just a tomahawk. Like I post crazy things, you know. Yeah. People, and then like people are like, uh, like on tick, you know, on TikTok, social media, like they think I can't jump off one. Like remember what I told you about my right leg? Like yeah. I could jump off one. Like I do the the dunk where you jump off, you put it through the leg, you jump off of. Like I was telling Obi, y'all know Obi from the yep. Obi Chamberlain. Yeah, we we actually coach we actually coach Obi. Obi's like a good good friend of mine. I've been helping him a lot with this stuff. So I was talking to him and I was telling him like he was like asking like, bro, do you ever jump off one? And I was telling him like, you know, I never really jump off one like that. It's rare. But my first like I've never in my life made a regular East Bay off one. Like, let me describe this to you. You know when you go off a, a regular East Bay. Um, I'm right-handed, and most right-handed people, you know, they jump off their left leg, they put it through their leg, and then dunk with their right hand. 
because my right leg is a strong leg, I would have to dunk it with my left hand, and I just never cared to practice that. So my first East Bay was a Tamala. That was my first one-leg East Bay, the hardest one possible. That is crazy. <laughs> like, that dunk is the hardest thing for me. He said it's like 100 times harder. I was like, bro, that's the easiest East Bay for me because I'm not, I'm not left-handed. So I jump, I, you know, I went in the gym, I, I jumped off one, that leg and I put it through just so I could knuckle with my right hand. Cause when I tried to do it with my left, it just kept on slipping. So I've never made a regular one leg East Bay. Hey, yo, I, I was going to ask, oh, I might East Bay before. <laughs> I, I made a regular one, like a one leg windmill either. Cause I would have to do it with my left man. I never cared to work on it. I'm like, you know, two feet looks better anyway. I was going to ask, um, have you ever like tried to see how far you can jump from? Like obviously you could free throw pretty easy. Or like yeah. have you tested your vert off one? Off one, I've never done it a vert uh a test off one on vert, but I could jump from the free throw, you know, off one. Like I posted like a a video a long time ago because they were asking if I could jump off one. But I could do it. It's crazy. Like I wanted to be able to do, you know, be the first person to jump from free throw. Off one and off two. I'm pretty close on the off two. Like, I think y'all saw yeah. that. I saw that clip. That was insane. It's like your front foot was like a foot in front of the free throw. Yeah. The back foot was like all the way in the, in the like, the free throw area. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's just you should try jumping from, like, the top of the key, honestly, off one and just go I, for it. I tried. That is not – I don't think anybody's making that anytime. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be you. Like, who else is going to – you are with how fast you are and how tall you are and your vertical if anyone's gonna do it it's gonna be you <laughs> might as well go for it another just go for it. That everybody's been saying like if anybody is gonna make it it's you it's the one i think uh what's his name hamilton and dan gross have tried this where you kind of throw a lob you jump up you bounce the ball and that one, I just, I don't know how to, like, I don't know the timing to bounce the ball. I feel like I could make it if I knew, like, the timings of when to push the ball down. Like, I so just I, don't know how to do it. I don't know the technique it for it. Bob, right? You've done, or someone off a handoff or something? Yeah, no. I have had someone throw it to me. I, Austin actually used it yeah. to me. That way I don't have to worry about, like, I'm someone. I've seen, every, the ones I've seen, like, they throw it, you know, they always throw, throw the lob, and then they jump, and then they bounce it, and you get super high, but it's just, Getting the recovering the ball back to dunk it. Yeah, yeah. You got to pump the ball up too. Huh? You got to pump the ball up too. Oh, like, okay. Fill it up with air. I'll definitely have to try that again because the regular ball wasn't bouncing up fast enough. Like I was waiting in the air and it just never came up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got okay, it. So, oh, headbutt dunk. You got to headbutt it in. Armpit. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I have the vert to do it. I just, how am I gonna do that? Just wear like one of those helmets from Walmart. Have someone stand there with a ladder and just dunk it in. Like get like a get like one of those trolls helmets that we we're using with the Billy session. That has like a mohawk, like a fake mohawk. <laughs> Man. Uh, what else? Dunk from the the key, the top of the key, and then bounce dunk. You have a list. That's not happening. And it's funny. <laughs> I tried to get um get in contact with Guinness World Records just to kind of make these, you know, these unofficial records official, but it's, like, impossible to reach out to those guys. I don't know how I'm going to ever reach out to them. I think if you, I think literally if you were just, like, world's highest touch, like, you could be, like, you could say, like, world record touch. Yeah, I, I emailed them a long time ago about that whenever I did the backboard, but they never responded. And, like, there's all these records, right? and then um, I was talking to Billy about this. Uh, I saw, like, at Dunk Camp last year, Jay Clark has the record for standing dunk, highest dunk, and he's been trying training to break it this year. And I'm telling, talking to Billy, I was like, I could easily like crush that. I could, <laughs> and I was like, but I'm gonna let him have it. Though. I'll let him have it. But you if get I twelve foot over it, right? It just I've been big. But if I ever get into into uh, any of those type of things where they have the high goals, lifetime goals, I'm gonna. Do a dunk. I, I'm gonna do a height that Jay Clark is gonna be training for years to break. <laughs> it would be it would be sick if we if we could get you to dunk camp one of these years. Yeah, yeah I, I can't do that because of the school thing. But yeah, I've been, they've been trying to get me to come. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully, I'm maybe 
cool. What's tough is like even if you like if you're an NBA player, you have G League, like to start, depending on what, where they have you or where uh-huh. like your schedule's so kind of like packed that you'd have yeah. to you'd you'd personally have to make it a priority and make it clear to your agent, your coach, your strength coach. Like and that's so difficult. You know what I mean? You guys have like I always say this, people are just like, Oh, why don't you guys coach NBA guys? And I'm like, because they have twenty thousand people pulling at them. You know what I mean? Like it, it's so hard to like we've had Andre Drummond reached out to us. We had another, we had a recent NBA guy ask us or follow us recently. Another guy DMs us occasionally. And they're usually just like, oh, what's the, what's the secret to jumping higher? What's the best exercise? And it's like, dude, it's not that easy. But then on top of that, like we can't, I'm not going to sell them a fake, you know, I'm not going to lie to them and be like, oh, well, the key is banded dumbbell jumps upside down. Like I'm not going to like say some stupid shit to them and lie to them, but you know, it's like they get pulled so many different directions that if you don't do that, like if you don't market to them, like they're not going to they're not even going to take it seriously. So it just ends yeah, like, up like I'm, I just tell people like I'm living proof. Like you haven't seen anybody my height jumping like this. That's all the proof you need. Like you just watch the videos and you see. And then I show them a video of me before and then after. But like the thing with the timing, like um, like in school, the only time like I had this year. um was spring break and you know i was supposed to go do spring break in la with billy and you know do some sessions and he was gonna have lifetime get the hoops but he just could never um they couldn't get it to him and that's why i never went like i was supposed to be there way earlier you know yeah and dunk camp like they have those ahead of time like the lifetime does have a, a partnership with dunk camp to have those those hoops yeah there. That, that's and the thing like he because he knew he knew i couldn't make dunk camp because of school so he was trying to get them to bring it to him or to a gym or something like that so we could you know do a session with it and it's funny like when we played utah state um during the season some of the kids i had posted like a uh ig story you know i was like in utah and these kids uh, slid up on my story. They're like, yo, you're in town. Isaiah is also in town. Y'all should do a link. I'm like, bro, I have a game tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come here for vacation. I came to play a college basketball game. <laughs> um, oh, that's crazy. Well, KO, I'm going to let you go, dude, because it's about an hour now, and I know that you were kind of at the end of that. Um, but, dude, thank you so much for, for coming, you know, to talk with us and do this podcast with us. Like, I honestly feel like, first off, this will do extremely well because everything you said is super interesting and a lot of people don't get that perspective. Um, you know what I mean? And then, two, obviously, having someone that can touch over 13 feet is unheard of. Um, so, dude, thank you for, for coming on. We really appreciate no it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Zay, the sign-off? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nah, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, this was a really cool podcast. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like the video, comment. We answer all the comments on there and subscribe if you haven't. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, give us the five-star rating. You know where to get training, thpstrength.com. Give KO a follow. We will link uh, his IG in the in the description. Uh, but, yeah, thanks, KO, for that. Uh, that was a really fun one. Take it easy, guys. No problem. Thank you.